770 AM, 92.5 FM, News Talk, WVNN. This is the News Talk giant of North Alabama, Phil Williams, host of Right Side Radio. Time right now is 3.36 p.m. Hey, listen, before we move on, i got to tell you about those folks uh, over e-tax breaks. As long as we're talking about trying to save money and maximize money, I mean, you might as well listen to, to e-tax breaks. If you're one of those who didn't get any help from the government at all, maybe you got hurt by the government's actions during the pandemic, you need to understand, though, there's companies out there that are doing everything they can to find you tax breaks, tax credits, tax incentives, grants, other things you didn't know existed. I mean, there's over 3,000 federal and state government programs that are providing just, like, money to businesses without any issue. And I mean, like, sometimes they wipe out whole tax liabilities. E-tax breaks. E-taxbreaks.com. These are my friends. They've got 23 years' experience. E-taxbreaks.com forward slash right side. Just, just see if you qualify. Take a look at the criteria. You may be shocked to find out there's money out there laying on tables waiting for you to ask for it. Etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. They will square you away. Hey, listen, we've talked a lot about money in the last segment. I'm going to open the phone lines right now because one of the things that was so maddening in the last uh, year was to watch what I call the government picking winners and losers. It's a crying shame when that happens. The government should not be in the job of limiting the free market. They shouldn't. And they did. And, and it, it, was, it was maddening to watch, and it pretty much came out of the executive branch. I had a friend of mine, so I'm going to open the phone lines first. Let me do this. Copper, we're just going to take calls right now. If you will, call in 866-494-9866 and tell me, were you a small business owner or any kind of a business owner who was impacted by government decision-making during the pandemic? I'd like to hear, were you declared non-essential and shut down? How'd you survive? Did you have to lay people off? Did you have people that wouldn't come back to work because they were getting enhanced unemployment compensation? Or maybe you're an employee who wanted to go back to work, but your business wasn't able to be open. And I'd like to hear your perspective on that. 866-494-9866. What was it like for you during the pandemic as either a business owner or an employee trying to make it through with the government making decisions that didn't always help you make it through? But there's, there's been a lot of talk about what to do with the CARES Act money. If you're not familiar, just, just step back and look at the news. Just Google CARES Act, that's C-A-R-E-S. CARES Act was the bill that was passed last year. It was designed to try and provide relief in the midst of the pandemic. It was the first big spending bill, multiple trillions of dollars. And, and of that, $1.8 billion came to Alabama. Just, I mean, literally dropped in $1.8 billion. It was kind of shocking. And, and, and truthfully, it caught uh, elected officials off guard almost because they're like, uh, we've got money to spend, and apparently we have to spend it by December. Like It's like a spending spree. It's like this old movie. Copper, have you ever seen the movie Brewster's Millions? you ever seen that? No. Okay. When this did is, that come right, out? Well, maybe before you were born. Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a comedian, uh, Richard Pryor, who's dead now. He did this movie called Brewster's Millions. He played this guy who was like a small-time, uh, you know, farm league baseball player, and he suddenly found out that he was the heir to a massive fortune by some like third removed uncle. And and but there was a catch: he had to spend. I want to say in the movie, I could be wrong. He had to spend twenty-five million dollars in one month without telling anybody why he was doing it. And, and not have a dime left at the end of it in order to get the rest of it. It was like a catch. Ah. And, and, and so, yeah, it was, it was pretty entertaining. So he's like, 
He's like flipping out. Trey's giving away money. But if there were catches, he couldn't like just throw money out the window, you know. So he was investing in every crazy scheme. And unfortunately, the crazy schemes kept working. He was making more money without trying. And then, and then he would give somebody money, and they would turn around and invest it and come back and give him part of the – and he's like, I don't want your money. Anyway, it's kind of the way it was with the CARES Act. So suddenly money showed up, and, and the state of Alabama had to spend it. I mean, you were required to spend it, like mandated. By December 31st, you will have spent $1.8 billion. Huh. Well, the, the governor didn't even write a check until like – late summer so they had the month they had the money for like five months before the first amount of it was even spent and i don't know what they were doing but even then the spending was very happenstance did not feel cohesively planned did not feel well thought out api the alabama policy institute where i work we put together a well thought out proposal now granted you're hearing me talk about it they don't have to like it it was our thing but the truth be told, it was a good one, and we were proud of it. We advocated that a portion of that money, a mere like $250 million, a mere, you know, pocket change, $250 million-ish be used to create a sales tax holiday. I mean, what would it mean to the small brick-and-mortar businesses who were shut down during the pandemic to begin reopening and all the people who got so used to ordering on Amazon and having it delivered to their front door in the pandemic suddenly said, hey, I could save like 10 cents on the dollar if I just go down to the local brick-and-mortar store and buy something because it's a sales tax holiday. Do it for two weeks to a month. What would that mean in terms of driving people into the economy to spend some of the, um, the, the relief dollars they were getting? Well, we proposed that. Guess what? We didn't just make it up out of whole cloth. Idaho was doing it. Other states were trying to do it, and they were doing it. Governor Ivey's administration, they reviewed it and said, no, we don't think we can do that. And we said, certainly you can. So we hired Governor Ivey's former legal counsel, my friend Brian Taylor. He came in, studied it, checked the Internal Revenue Code, and, and reviewed the law, and he, he believes absolutely you can do this. So we re replied back, no, here's a legal opinion that says you can from your former legal counsel. They had the new legal counsel write a rebuttal saying, no, we can't. We asked them, did you ever ask Treasury? They said, no, we actually never asked Treasury. Well, guess what? The state of Ohio went forward, and they did a tax credit for their people. I don't recall in what form, but the bottom line was they used some of their tax, some of their, some of their CARES Act money to do a, a tax credit for their, 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 their people, their, their, their everyday citizens, the ones who have made it through the pandemic. They gave them a tax credit. And at first, the government was like, no, no, you cannot. Well, guess what? They took it to court because they were willing to fight for the opportunity to put it back in the pockets of the people. And Ohio won last week. Last week, the courts, the federal courts came back and said, yes, the ability to provide a tax credit is fair and honest, and it benefits the people, and it falls within the purview of what these monies are for. It is time for that level of statesmanship and that level of fight in the Alabama legislature and the Alabama executive branch to say, we are not going to just shut down your business and drive up unemployment and then use the money to help beef up the unemployment compensation. It is not enough to say we're going to do small grants, but 75% of this is going to go to feed government and grow government, by the way. It is not enough to say that all of the government employees who didn't miss a paycheck um, we're going to make sure that their departments have more resources now, even though the private sector that drives our economy didn't. 
we've got to have the next round of CARES money, which is coming. Justin Bogey, my friend, the fiscal analyst from the Alabama Policy Institute, just finished saying that $2.1 billion is expected in shortly. And even more than that later. And yet, I wonder, is there a plan to put it back in the hands of the people? So 866-494-9866, if you want to call in, you can. we got a little time left in this segment. I'd love to know how your business or your employment was affected, was affected by the pandemic. And did government action help you or hurt you? And, and, and did your employees get paid to stay home? Um, but, but, but truthfully, we're coming out of that now. And it's like waking up from a deep sleep. I mean, it's, it's just still, I'm still you know, seeing folks at church who are just coming back for the first time and, and glad of it. And you can see, I mean, I had a, a friend the other day that said, it's so good to be around people. And it is because we are social creatures by nature. But we have got to have government consider how best to put something back into the hands or the pockets for that matter of the people uh, of this state. We, we have some issues with the way money's spent. A few years ago, they raised the gas tax in 2019. Members of the legislature pretty much rammed that thing through in a special session with the, uh, um, with the push from a number of other organizations uh, and uh, with the governor's office uh, leading the charge. And the governor signed it into law. And that raised the amount you pay at the pump. Okay, I get it. Roads and bridges cost money. But one of the things that was never talked about except from the Alabama Policy Institute, and we said it over and over again on deaf ears, it fell on deaf ears, was that if you're going to tell the people of the state you don't have enough money to build roads and bridges, and how about you stop using the money you do have for things that don't involve roads and bridges? You see, if you look at where the money goes in Montgomery, you may be surprised. You may be surprised to find out that it's not always a crisis. It's not always about money being spent and we have to have more. When is enough enough? At some point, we have to be willing to say, you know what? We just passed the two largest budgets in the history of the state of Alabama. Uh, next year, we're going to give some of that back to you. How about this? Why is Alabama the only state in the Southeast, or one of the only states in the Southeast, one of the few states in the nation as a whole that taxes groceries? Copper, you ever thought about that? That would be great. Yeah, I mean, you buy a loaf of bread, you pay sales tax, right? Unfortunately, yes. You do. Milk, bread, the poorest among us have to pay that tax. So if you're buying groceries, it doesn't matter what, you know, monetary demographic you fall in. The reality is if you have to buy groceries, you pay sales tax. Alabama's one of only, last time I checked the stats, Alabama's one of only 12 states that taxes groceries at all. And we're one of only seven that taxes them at the highest possible rate that we can. And that's wow. unfortunate. Yeah. And, and, and there have been a number of what I would call half-hearted attempts to, to discuss taking it down. Uh, well, they were all pretty liberal in their construct. They were trying to do away with things like your federal tax deduction before they would do away with the tax break on, on groceries. How about this? How about just do it? How about just phase that sucker out? You don't have to do it all in one whack. I know, I know teachers union will scream at you and tell you that the sales tax on milk and bread brings in $365 million a year for the Education Trust Fund. I know they'll say that because I've heard them say it. But the reality is, at what point do you stop saying you, I mean, when do you have enough, government? When do you have enough? And you could make a difference in the lives of people right now by just reducing the amount they pay at the grocery store or at the gas pump or, for that matter, a tax break uh, on their state taxes 
or for that matter, give them uh, incentives that they didn't have before. You got to start doing it, people. Legislature, you're coming back into session next year. I mean, it's really not that far away. We're talking six months and you're back in session. You better bring something back to the people because right now what we're seeing is all you've done is grow government. We have established whole new wings of government just this year. We put $1.8 billion in CARES Act money, and 75% of that went to feed government. Not a single tax break or tax incentive for the people of Alabama. And it is high time they began to do it. Copper, cue up my soft break. We'll start heading towards it. There is so much to talk about when it comes to the money. You want to call in after this little break, we're going to be on 866-494-9866. That's 866-494-WVNN. This is Phil Williams. Right Side Radio, we are solid conservative and just plain right. We are going to lay it on thick and spread it out wide. Folks, I'm telling you right now, I am fired up about this. And I need more people out there to be right side ruffians and say we are not going to stand idly by while progressives try to change our system. Or for that matter, how about just moderates? Moderates ain't helping much either. We need people to say not on my watch. News Talk. 770 AM, 92.5 FM. We'll be right back. Hey, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams, host of Right Side Radio. The time right now is 3.54. Hey, listen, i got to tell you guys again, and I keep talking about these folks. They're friends of mine. I know them very well. They, they run ZLA Solutions. Go to ZLAUSA.com if you're looking for a job. Go to ZLAUSA.com if you need to hire more people. Go to ZLAUSA.com if you need logistics or management help. I mean, they will do all the headhunting for you. They will get you blue-collar, white-collar, no-collar people. I mean, literally, they can make sure the ranks of your employees group are filled out. Or if you need a job personally, they've got them posted right now. You may be shocked what there's available, and they're helping people all over the state get the workforce back up and running. ZLAUSA.com. Hey, listen, by the way, I talk about my friends at Otter Creek and E-Tax Breaks and ZLA Solutions and others on this show. If you want to advertise on Right Side Radio, we can make that happen. Call my, call my friend Bobby. Bobby is taking care of people right now. You can find his contact information, by the way, on rightsideradio.org. That's our website, rightsideradio.org. And we'll square you away. We would love to have you advertise with us on Right Side, uh, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. We've been talking about taxes and talking about where'd the money go and talking about the fact that we need some statesmen in Alabama to begin taking a fiscal stance on behalf of its people. And I do believe I have a caller sitting on the line right now. Uh, Paul from Athens is on the line with us. Uh, Copper, go ahead and bring in Paul from Athens. Paul, how are you doing? Phil Williams on right side. Yes, hey, hello, Phil, there. On the subject of taxes there, there these state politicians better figure out a way to legally and legitimately spend this money because we all know what happened when they run in the printing presses day and night there, what that does to the value of a dollar there. But let me and let me give you an example, a quick example here how taxation run amok here. I just got my property evaluation notice in the mail the other day. And uh, uh, here I am, uh, retired on fixed income. Now they're jacking my 
property taxes up again there, and they claim you know, it's all for schools and the kids. You're not against the kids, are you? Uh, no. No, I'm not there, but uh, Limestone County is just busting wide open with uh, construction and everything. So, yeah, the property taxes are rolling hand over fist here. And, you know, they just built a multi-million dollar New Athens High School here. So I don't think they're running short of money there. Uh, my property taxes and everybody else is going up left and right. Hey, Paul, man, thanks for the call. We appreciate you, and uh, and I'm glad you've reached uh, retirement years, and I hope you enjoy them, and I am sorry those property taxes have gone up. That's a good call from Paul from Athens, but we're seeing that everywhere. I mean, uh, like I said earlier, uh, you have to ask government, when is enough? When do you have enough? I mean, just because you can make more money doesn't mean you should, because when you do, what you're doing is that you're taking it from the private sector in order to bring it into government. Now, do government services cost money? Yes, they do. Do roads and bridges cost money? Yes, they do. We know that. Jesus said, render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's, and he was talking about a question related to taxes. I do know that the, you know that some of the sure things in life are death and taxes. So all said and done, I am not the guy saying, we shouldn't have to pay no taxes. That's not what I'm saying. And I don't think Paul from Athens was saying that either. But he is saying that he's shocked to see it go up again when he knows that the system is already flush for cash. And then like Copper said earlier, they try to use a straw man argument. They'll say, don't, like, like, like Paul from Athens just said, but don't, you, don't, you don't hate the kids, do you? Well, no, don't say that. Because this tax goes to help build schools means I hate kids if I don't want to pay more taxes? No. How about do a better job of stewarding what you've got? That's first. How about we look at waste, fraud, and abuse in what you've got? That comes first. And, and that's where we've got to be. And, and, and so, folks, I am not an anti-government guy. I'm not truly a conspiracy theory guy. But I am a fiscal conservative. In fact, when I was in the Alabama State Senate, I chaired the Committee on Fiscal Responsibility and Economic Development. We called it FRED, Fiscal Responsibility and Economic Development. And prior to that, in my first quadrennium, uh, I chaired the Committee on Fiscal Responsibility by itself before they combined. All said and done, uh, that's a passion of mine, is finding responsible ways to handle funds that government does have, because government is going to have to have money. If we're going to provide for the common defense, we have to have a defense budget. If we're going to build roads and bridges, we have to have some means of revenue to, to do that. I get it. I get it. But don't try and tell me that you have to keep having more and more and more. I know they want to say, well, roads cost more now than they did in 1992 when we raised that tax. Well, then stop spending the money you have now on the court system from the road and bridge fund. They do that. Did you know that? They raise your taxes but they still spend road and bridge money on things that don't belong to roads and bridges. So how about we make some reforms? And how about we start taking care of people? And how about we start looking at ways to bring money back to the pockets of the private sector which has suffered through the pandemic? That's called statesmanship. That needs to happen. Hey, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We're going to be back in a minute. We've got a hard break at the top of the hour. We're going to get some news, and we're going to come back, and we're going to troll the news. I'll have the phone lines open if you want to call in, 866-494-9866. And listen, we are solid conservative, just plain right. VNN Athens, WVNN-FM Trinity, a cumulus station.